0: Hello and welcome to the True Blue LA Podcast. I'm Jacob Birch. Eric, Steven, you're with me. Hello. You're here. Uh, you know who, who else is with us in, spi- in spirit, at least as Manny Machado, uh, uh, as, I, a, as an honorary Dodger.
1: I thought you were going to say Phil Collins.
0: <laughs> no. Yeah. You and I had an extensive discussion about Phil Collins, uh, which sounds like that. That sounds like a question from Craig. Segment we yeah. do at the end of most episodes, like who, talking about Phil Collins. But no, nope, just just you and me talking about it. Uh, the Dodgers are in the middle of a East Coast. Uh, run, which you and I were excited about because we record r- right around 8.30 Pacific time, um, late 10.30 for me, and usually there is a game going on at that time. So we, are, we do our best to not react to it, but sometimes we fail at that. But when they're on the East Coast, they're done by an hour at least uh, by the time we record usually. Not today. Dodgers still playing. Yeah. Still playing it's, some baseball.
1: Not that we're disseminating any information, but they're in the 13th inning right now. I'll just yeah. say that.
0: Uh, the I yeah. went to a Royals game yesterday that looked like it might go uh, against the Tigers, go into extras, and both those offenses are extraordinarily anemic. I was really excited; it might be the twenty inning game that I've wanted to go to <laughs> my entire life, and then the the Royals roiled and gave up a bunch of runs in the the ninth and lost. So
1: when, when you get a chance to see the Royals and the Tigers play <laughs> each other for longer, you had to. Do Would it.
0: you believe we had great seats for a very good price? Oh, that's good. I would say so like, where I bought the tickets, but I don't want to until they sponsor us at some point. Oh, so. no, all right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, would, let's get to the news. Uh, you and I skipped last week because it was the All-Star break, and we, you and I agreed, like, you're going to be busy writing about the All-Star game, but it's not a very actually exciting thing to talk about because no one actually cares about it. What on earth would we have to talk about that could occur uh-huh. last week? And then, well, then the trade almost happened, and I texted you if you want to do an episode, and you said, you said no.
1: I said, "Who is this? <laughs> How do you have this number?" <laughs> no, uh, uh, I think even if the Dodgers hadn't traded for Manny Machado, like we could have probably fit, fit in an emergency podcast just on his um, red carpet uh, suit that he was wearing. <laughs> he was wearing it like a, a suit with no shirt, and he was like, you know, just like Johnny fashion out there. Um, so it was pretty. It was pretty funny. But yeah, so. I guess the timeline of this. I think what we found out after um, the Machado on the Sunday before the break, uh, that the Orioles game was like in, uh, interrupted by rain at some point, and the Orioles like took him out, and then the report was like, "Oh, it was just because of the rain or whatever." Mm-hmm. But I guess the, the trade was far enough along at that point, but that was that kind of played into it. Um, so the rumors started like on Monday that a deal is basically done and it's. Probably the Dodgers. You know, <laughs> you know how things like kind of trickle in. Yeah. You know, you're just like, all right. Because then, twelve
0: hours before that, it was probably the the Phillies.
1: Yeah, or like the Brewers were making strides. The Yankees were serious. The Philly, you know, all this kind of stuff that, that you always see before the trade. Like, oh, this team's in the lead, or you know, whatever. Like, uh, but then, um, so uh, then, like, you know, Tuesday sort of happened, and it was like, okay, if the Dodgers are, uh, if it's the Dodgers, like. Use Neil Diaz is probably in the trade. Like I think three or four national people had that um, outfielder in Double A, and then uh, and then it sort of. It, it, I think the prevailing thought Tuesday was um, that oh, I guess by, by Tuesday that it was far enough along that like every like reporters were asking like Ross Stripling and Matt Kemp and Kenley Jansen. Like what what they were gonna do when Manny Machado was on the Dodgers because like it was that far along, and um, and then uh, you know it was it was like I think everyone was sort of treating the All Star Game as his last his last time to mm-hmm. like sort of be in an Orioles uniform. And then plus he wouldn't have been able to play if it, the the trade went through because he would have been switching leagues because it's weird. Um, but uh, so everyone was like, okay, let's just get the All Star Game over with, and then it finally sort of happened on Wednesday. Even then, like. There was something Wednesday morning, like um, there's like a little bit of a hold up in the medicals, and then it, but it got completed by the afternoon, and that ended up being not much of anything. But so it was kind of like this, like, sort of knew about it by Monday, uh, Monday night, probably. And then it was like, like basically, like 48 hours of like waiting for it to happen, but it it did. And then five for one deal, um, using El Diaz was the main guy, um, going to Baltimore, and then. Uh, yeah, so he's a Dodger, and all the, I don't, can't tell you how many times we got questions this uh, for the podcast, like, "What about who? Who are the Dodger? Dipshit? What are the likelihood of Machado?" And I always sort of downplayed it because it just felt like, especially earlier in the year, um, mm-hmm. there was so much salary, um, like it, it made it really close, you know, for the luxury tax, and like, but now they took on about six point three million, basically, and they're kind of. Depending on what Kenta Maeda does, that leaves them a little bit of wiggle room, but not much. So depending on what they're going to do next, we'll see. But yeah, so much like Matt Kemp, uh, we thought was going to be gone by January <laughs> or February. And oh, no, they probably won't get Machado. That seems like a pipe dream. And sure enough. So you know what? what you know what? I'm, I, I am
0: I am grateful that it started yeah. early because I learned how to say Machado in the meantime. So right. I'm, I'm grateful yeah. for that. What to do you think? Fair. So, what do you yeah. think of the the return the Orioles got? Or early, sort of, twenty four hours before the deal uh, became official, there was a, a kind of a wide opinion on what it would take to get uh, Machado move to the Dodgers. Um, Dustin May's name came up a lot. Diaz's name obviously got um, came up a lot, and a lot of a lot of guessing presumed that it would be both those names and then some sort of lesser tier prospects. And it ended up not taking taking as much as that.
1: Yeah, and then well, and then, I mean it was it was five for one, so sure, like, sure, and, and and so it was a little bit of like yeah, it is math, interesting math. how
0: these get evaluated because you know you just kind of trust uh, other people's grades on it and you assume that they're right and you go kind of based off of that. But I think the assumption is usually like how many grade B or above names went across the board is a lot of times I, how these kind of get evaluated.
1: Yeah, you saw, I saw. I think Joel Sherman maybe had this where he talked to someone and said not 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 a likely regular in the bunch although that that seems a little bit short-sighted or or a little bit pessimistic Mm -hmm. um using el diaz is the best guy in there he's you know he's only like i think he's uh, man i can't i think he's not not quite 22 yet and he's still in double a and you know pretty good he's played discipline has improved this year he's he's a good athlete um so he's gonna probably be the best and then the other guys like zach pop is a guy they drafted in two thousand seventeen. He had pretty good like, uh, peripher- or numbers uh, in in both A levels this year, and he was he they just promoted into Double A. He had you know pretty decent amount of strikeouts, and you know he's older. I mean not, not that old, but like relatively. He's a college guy. Um, he's a he's someone, but Dean Creamer uh, was out of uh, UNLV, and uh, he's he's been great as a starter. Um, you know you don't know how this, this guy's gonna like progress or anything, but. You know, he's a possibility. So I think it's, it's like a little bit of a lottery ticket. And then, oh, Ryland Bannon was was leading the Cal League in home runs. Uh, so, you know, pretty decent hitter. You don't know how he's going to project those. So it's still only Class A. Um, so n- not that they're all like, quote-unquote, lottery tickets, but they kind of are, you know. they're You know, if one of those guys um, ends up contributing, that's probably a win plus, and plus Diaz, I guess. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was getting to the point where, you know, if you keep Machado – um you only get the qualifying offer and then you get the compensatory pick so you're trying to just beat that sort of return basically and i guess you know getting five guys uh, i don't uh, not sure what more you could ask for i guess at that point uh
0: moving back to the dodgers return which was just machado uh yeah. I, and i think another reason why it was really easy to downplay this trade is that the dodgers bullpen was at especially earlier on so bad and still still arguably a point, um, the main point of weakness. So going after a hitter spe- specifically a shortstop, um, you sure, um, seeker went down, but the team has sort of filled in nicely for him in the meantime, it wasn't the most obvious glaring need by the time the trade was made. Uh, how do you see the Dodgers using him going forward? Um, and kind of the, the players that were taking place, uh, some time in short, uh, before. Yeah.
1: So I, the other thing about this too, is like, uh, before the trade you know i this is why i hate people like parsing quotes a little bit you know he was quoted as saying um you know i'm a shortstop i, I that's what i play but like he wasn't saying like i'm not going to play shortstop it was more like he's he's going to sign somewhere to play shortstop that's basically it, like but it doesn't mean he's like like going to be super stubborn about it and, and like just fold his arms if he gets asked to move <laughs> uh and so basically and like look we saw it with the the Dodgers um They, uh, he played shortstop in Milwaukee, their first series after the break. And then like Justin Turner, um, sort of re-aggravated his, uh, his groin strain and he went on the DL Monday. And like for now, Machado is the third, their third baseman. So he's like immediately back at third where he played like, you know, five years. So, um, and he's perfectly fine with it. Um, which, you know, was seemed to be pretty obvious, um, beforehand, if you, if you were able to like read between the lines or whatever, but, um, So, yeah, and and getting to your point, I think what this does, like Chris Taylor was doing really good. Like, uh, you know, he struggled early offensively, but he's been, like, pretty pretty good after that um, and and just pretty good overall. So now I think it's a matter of, like, uh, it it shores up second base. Like, Max Muncy was taking some of that time, uh, but it was still, like, an unproductive position in total. Now you just have more options, like... It allows them to, you know, still move people around like Machado. If if Turner's healthy, Machado plays short. And then you you kind of mix um, you know, Muncie in, maybe giving Turner a rest at third now and then. Taylor plays second, some short and some center field, and even some left field. And then Kike still plays all over. You still have the um, depending on who's, you know, who they put in there, maybe Muncie's at first and Bellinger's in center, or Bellinger's at first and Muncie. Um, is at third or second, Um, and then, you know, when do you give Matt Kemp and Jeff Peterson um, a rest? And, like, we haven't even – Yasiel Puig, we haven't even got to him because he's on the DL. So, like, it's one of these, like, it it just – it adds to the depth, really. Um, And it makes him, like – if you look, like, even Turner hasn't – he was hurt the weekend. But, man, once he gets back, it's already, like, a super deep lineup. Uh, but man, when Turner gets back, it's going to be like even deeper and even I think better than uh, better than last year's probably.
0: You quickly mentioned the 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 money issue. A big reason why the Dodgers weren't going to do it is trying ever so badly to, as you put it, win the luxury tax trophy. Yes. So a lo- I think a lot of the national press, even when reviewing this, reviewing that issue, just kind of glanced over uh Kenta maeda's bizarre contract and how that affects things where do the dodgers stand now uh, we still have what a, a week a little more uh no almost exactly a week left before the non-waiver trade deadline dodgers surely are looking to add at least one more bullpen arm if not some other pieces how much wiggle room do they have or is uh someone like logan forsyth gonna have to go the other way to make this work
1: yeah so it kind of depends uh So as it stands right now, uh, so I finally – I hadn't updated, like, the payroll worksheet since, like, the beginning of the season. Just hadn't had time to do it. Um, And then I just had some time this weekend, so I I sort of did and caught up. Uh, And so there's some assumptions. Like, I might be off by a day or two on certain things, but, like, it's pretty detailed in terms of, like, um, who – you know, how many days guys have been up in the majors uh, and then sort of a breakdown. There's some assumptions. Like, I don't know – like some of the salaries, like Eric Goodell, uh, but these are these are just relatively minimal things. You know, the main ones, you know. Um, so, but anyway, it's it's updated through um, through uh, well, actually tonight because Kenta Maeda pitched. But um, so as of um, Tuesday night when we're recording this, I have the Dodgers at uh, their luxury tax number at like 191.8 million, um, and the threshold's 197. So if you, you know, look at that, it means, okay, they have like, you know, just about 5 million left, but then like Maeda is going to eat up a a bunch of that. Like he's already, he's at 17 starts and um, 93 and two thirds innings. And he basically gets uh, 250,000 for like every, every 10 innings pitched starting at 90. So um, I, I, you know, let's say they're, you know, not Machiavellian, but like, uh, that some comes up where he has to go in the bullpen sooner rather than later. I think he's still going to get to 20 starts because that's only three more starts. That's another million. He's, he's probably going to get at least 40 more innings or 35 more innings or 37, I guess that's like a, you know, a, a pretty fair bet. So you're, you're already looking at an extra 2 million, but then like, if he starts um, eight more games, he gets another million and a half, then pr- that'll add some innings on. So it's probably another 2 million after that. So, it could he could take up like um, of the five million he could take up potentially like four of it, so I think if they add someone who's like you know relatively expensive, they still will do like some other maneuver type trade. Whether it's like um, someone like Josh Fields, it's making like two million, so you know you offload like if you can move him, that's like seven hundred thousand. You're not going to have it. Doesn't sound like a lot, but it kind of you know it could stem the tide. That's maybe I'm reaching there, but it depends on who they get, really. Um, one of the rumor names um, was Zach Britton, um, and he would have been a test because he would he has, like, a $12 million salary, and the Yankees just got him tonight, um, officially. They did a, a three-for-one swap, so the Orioles are are open for business, it yeah. seems. Uh, um, so, <laughs>
0: Although not much left in the coffers. <laughs> right, right,
1: and, and so he, he he has about, like, $4.5 left, so that would have been a challenge. Like, they would have had to basically almost like deal like you, you know uh, you probably have to you think about dealing Jack Peterson which is like maybe not because he's making like 2.6 um, which and that means you're probably shedding eight eight to nine hundred thousand um, which again doesn't sound like a lot but it helps you know the, if you're if you really uh, want to get under that 197. Um, and I don't know what kind of deal with it, but I'm just these are just you know sort of thinking out loud here. But then, yeah, Forsyth, too. I mean, you're not going to get anything for him, but if you could, if he has like three million dollars left and you could send someone two million bucks, you save a million bucks and you get him off the roster, that might be worth it, you know, or mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Or I'm just thinking again, so I, but I, I think there's still room to add a reliever, um, like a uh. Because look, like tonight they had, you know, Scott Alexander pitched the seventh. He's been good. And then like Daniel Hudson, or I, I'm sorry, I guess uh, Alexander was the eighth, and uh, Daniel Hudson pitched tie game in the ninth. And it's like he's pitching a lot of high leverage stuff. And you're like, are we really gonna roll <laughs> with like, uh, you know, Daniel Hudson as the eighth inning guy or whatever? And so you could see where like they're getting, they're probably gonna get Tony Singrani back and at some point. And then Scott Alexander's been good. And then so they, they start to sort of piece together, but. I just think they'd probably
0: need um, at least one more arm. Okay. Do you think it's just going to be – what do you think? I'm going to give you an over-under of 1.25 for some reason. Uh, huh. On number of Dodgers uh, – assuming uh, pl- players that aren't on the Dodgers 40-man roster right now, how many get added before July 31st? Or before August 1st, let's say. Uh
1: Oh, before August 31st.
0: Uh, August 1st. August 1st. Sorry.
1: Oh, Okay. I still, I think it's under. I, I think they're just gonna get one reliever. One more. Okay. I, it's probably it, you're probably on the safe side to say over because you never know. Like they we they could get easily get to or surprise us with some like weird bench upgrade that we didn't think about or something like. So who knows? But I I think it's just gonna be one reliever um, since they already got Machado.
0: I'm a little remiss to actually bring this up, but uh, the Dodgers uh, had a few players in the All Star game. Uh, they all appeared. Uh, one of them as an Oriole, which was really strange. That oh, they let right. him do that, but uh, there's some good news and a lot of bad Astro-related news. Yeah, uh, you want to just kind of sum up how the how the Dodgers did?
1: Yeah, so I will. I will make a slight correction. Uh, uh, Kenley, Kenley did not make an appearance. Yeah, yeah. because he had, he pitched like four of the last five days before the break. He so appeared
0: like- in my brain. Yeah, right. Like he did not yeah, give right. up back-to-back home runs. To... <laughs>
1: That's correct. So, you know, Matt Kemp started. That was sort of the biggie. Uh, and he doubled in his first at bat. And who should he see at second base when he got there? <laughs> but future teammate, Manny Machado. It was funny because before the game, like, they were, you know, I think Kemp, had as he he's worked out with Machado, like, in the last two seasons. he said he knew him really well. And then they hugged, like, in batting practice. And then so he gets to second base. And because it's an all-star game, like, it was cool that MLB did this. They sort of like open the floodgates on letting players do whatever. This is so, so much
0: like, better than making it count.
1: Oh yeah, oh, exactly. Goodness. And so Machado like pulls out his phone during the game. Oh hey, let's take a selfie. And so it was it was awesome. Like everyone used that picture of Kemp and Machado like at second base to like when the trade became official, basically to like use that for the story. So and by everyone I mean me. Um, but no, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. And then um, you know the game. Uh, was basically a home run fest, and uh, I think there were 10 in the game, and, like, the previous all-star record was six. And then, sure enough, Ross Tripling, he pitched part of the ninth, and then he, he started the tenth, um, and he gave up two home runs in the tenth, and they were to Alex Bregman and George Springer, who happened to be for the uh, the Houston Astros. So you had a game with Dave Robertson in one dugout, A.J. Hinch in the other, two Astros homering late and, and a Dodger pitcher on the mound, it was a little like October, and or, and some, some would say November Tw- as well. Twitter
0: was quick to point that
1: out. Sure, exactly, and it was a little, it was a little much, but yeah. I hate Twitter. Uh, sometimes, yeah. I don't.
0: Yeah, Most Jack, time. yeah. <laughs> Bl- <laughs> blame Jack, blame Kershaw. We're
1: taking the man down today. Yeah, exactly.
0: So we mentioned Dodger's still playing, by the way, if you were wondering, trying to... Time track and uh, watching a replay of last night's game. Still going. 14. Yeah, yeah. Very exciting. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, in the middle of this really grueling road trip. Machado will not play at Dodger Stadium. Is it the 30th? Is that right?
1: Yeah. Uh, Monday, the 30th. <laughs> so he would have and been that, a Dodger for almost two weeks.
0: Yeah. And not just a road trip, but a road trip against oh, uh, quite a few good teams.
1: Yeah. Uh, so they. Um, you know they didn't play like an easy schedule in the, before the break, but it was like all of a sudden it gets like you know really hard. Like they they started the uh, at, at the break um, with the what the fifth best record, and then nationally the Cubs were on top. But two, three, and four are the teams they're playing on this road trip: uh, Milwaukee, uh, Philadelphia, and then the Braves. And so they already won two out of three in Milwaukee. They won the first game in Philadelphia, and they're in the 14th now. So, like, they're, they're making some hay here, um, but it's it's a it's surely a gauntlet. And then they go home, and all they have to, have to do is play Houston and Milwaukee again. So, uh, and I think they play like Oakland after that. So it's like a, this really long stretch of like really good teams. So, You know, if they're gonna if they can hold their own during that stretch. I mean, they're in pretty good shape. So they're they're in first place as we speak. I think. Uh, and they they're today, a s- game and a half uh, up. Last so. I
0: checked, they were second in the NL. Is that still true?
1: Um, That's obviously a lot more fluid. Yeah, the Braves were like making waves. I, I didn't, I, I didn't check the standings today. I'll, I'll, I'm pulling it up as we sort of talk here, but um, I think they might need to win tonight to to be second. I know the Cubs have the top record in the NL, and um, MLB.com does not have the top record in the NL because their page is taking a long time. to look. <laughs> So, if page loading time was a record, MLB.com would be in last place right now. The
0: Dodgers are in third right now, uh, half game back on Milwaukee. So if they win, they're tied with Milwaukee for gotcha. second.
1: Gotcha.
0: And sending those the Phillies back down to a tie with the Braves, just like it should be. I don't, I don't yep. know why. But anyways, uh, what? So the obviously the Dodgers have uh, Adam Machado. Um, uh, some some rumblings were made. Kind of with this road trip in mind, and a big reason why they tried to get it done now is to have them for that. What else has been contributing to the Dodgers? You know, taking these two out of one series, two out of the one series, and just continuing to add and uh, add to their lead in the National League West.
1: Well, yeah, and so I guess uh, uh, the the hottest hitter at the moment is uh, Yasmani Grandal. Like uh, Matt Camp actually homered twice on Sunday. Like he's been okay, like pretty good, but like yes, Manny Grandal is on fine, fire. Fine,
0: and he yeah. did it today. Right. <laughs>
1: yeah, and, and home runs from both sides of the plate. Uh, he's, I think, I think he's still slugging over nine hundred in July. And we're on the, we're recording this on the twenty fourth, so it's like you know, it's not, uh, it's a small sample size, but it's not the smallest sample size. So he's he's been in one of those like um, like white hot streaks that he gets in, and then. You know, it's, he's he really packs them into uh, to like these little short periods of time. But um, he is at the moment leading all uh, major league catchers in home runs and walks this season. And since he joined the Dodgers, he leads all major league catchers in home runs and walks. So, <laughs> which <laughs> is pretty not, well. just yeah. the
0: Dodger special,
1: <laughs> right? Exactly. Um, I guess the other thing is the the pitching, like you said, has been really good, like in general. The starters have sort of, like, come together a little bit. They've just been, like, gradually getting back and, and, like, pretty good. Like, I know, like, Ross Stripling gave up, I think, five runs last night. And he was – he had, like, a 4-1 lead. And then he gave up two home runs to give that up. Uh, And and then, like, Maeda was kind of cruising tonight. And then he gave up a two-run homer to tie it. Um, So, like, you know, there's bumps in the road. But they're, like, going, like, deeper into games, doing doing better. Uh, The bullpen has been – pretty good like we mentioned but like still probably gonna add someone but uh just generally um they're probably like uh walker bueller is gonna start on wednesday like we talked uh well, i guess this happened all in the interim um uh let's see so bueller was optioned right before the all-star break and it was like one of those like hey you know sorry kid uh <laughs> you know that, that kind of a deal uh he, you know he had pitched uh friday and they optioned him Saturday. And so basically, you get the four days of the break. And then he is his first day eligible to be down for 10 days. And it has the, um, you know, they had pitch a pitch of sim game in between. They're limiting his innings anyway. So that's sort of part of it. But oh, um, as the uh, convenient side effect of now he will not be able to accumulate a full year of service time by the end of the year. Uh, because you need 172 days to do that, and now I think the most he can get is something like 168 or 169. I don't remember the exact number, but it's 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 less than 172. Um, so conveniently, this this latest option cemented that. So now that means down the road, uh, he he wouldn't. The earliest he could be a free agent, if all that like, goes to plan, is after the 2024 season, and not 2023. So you know, it might sound like a small thing, but it's you know something to think about not sure that was the, the full motivation probably wasn't there limiting his limiting his innings anyway but you know one of those things that you sort of take a side eye to a little bit
0: so obviously trading for some, some someone like a reliever is one way to make the dodgers better uh trading quote unquote internally with uh the disabled list is another i yeah. have five potential names uh, that we should talk about that are on the TL right now. I'm sure I'm forgetting one. Uh, you want to go through them?
1: Yeah. You, you tell me who you have, and I'll, uh, I have sort of. A... Correct me. It'll be exciting.
0: Uh, uh, mentioned this quickly already, but we should talk about sort of the outlook for, on Justin Turner. Are they going to how now that you have Machado? Is the the temptation to just really nurse him along and make, and not rush him back is there? Do you think they're going to give in to that, or is it just too important to make the lead as much as they can?
1: Well, I mean, they they were kind of stubborn about it. They didn't have Machado technically, but he didn't play the last three games before the All-Star break. They could have put him on the DL that Monday and still preserved. Like, he would have only missed, the, in theory, the three games in Milwaukee. He didn't play as it is till Saturday, and that was as a pinch hitter. Then he started Sunday and was done after three innings. So, like, they kind of messed that up a little bit, I think. Like, they they, they had the opportunity to go cautious, and they didn't. Um, and it, they barely got any benefit from it, and it, now he's on the DL. So I think they're going to be cautious, but, like, not, you know, he, he'll play what he can play, I think, but who knows how long it's going to take. Uh, but, yeah, it's a growing thing, so I, I think they're going to probably um, just sort of wait and see. But, you know, they, they tried to nurse him along this time, and now uh, I think they're just going to, you know, probably play it a little Since they do have Machado, it gives them a little bit of luxury that they maybe didn't have before.
0: Uh, Yossiel Puig
1: Okay um, he's uh, He started a rehab assignment Today uh, I think he got three at-bats with Oklahoma City I think he's playing three games there Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday Joining the team Friday Probably not going to be activated until Saturday um, In Atlanta So he's, he's due back this weekend
0: uh, What do you think the corresponding move would be? Sending Verdugo so- down?
1: I think so. Yeah, because okay. Verdugo got called up when Turner was uh, was put on a DL.
0: Um, I I know the answer to this, but it's sort of sad. Uh, Tom Kohler.
1: Yeah, so that that came out today. He's been out all year um, since spring training and sort of rehabbing his shoulder, but uh, didn't like uh, he never got to the stage where he was doing any like rehab games um, yet. So he was basically at Arizona um, at the facility working out. But he had surgery, I think, today, or maybe they just announced it today that he had surgery. He he had it this week, I think, at some point. But uh, he's out for the year, uh, so you know, free agent signing, uh, and he didn't end up pitching. So that that's unfortunate for him and for the team. They they wanted him as part of the bullpen. It's not going to happen. So uh, he'll go into he'll be a free agent at the end of the year, having not played all year.
0: No, I have a question. Does he qualify as an old friend? Yes. Okay. Yeah, for sure. <laughs>
1: And like he, he even if like well, he, he being on the forty man uh, automatically qualifies him. But like s- e- even if we like say like uh, you know since he didn't play, didn't qual- I I have the nebulous like guy I covered, like so I I, I can just you know uh, and usually even like non roster guys I would I count as old friends in same same scenario like because you know at some point I covered them during spring training and they were in the big league clubhouse. So that's generally the rule, but yeah, he he would have he has multiple avenues to qualify, and so he, he's definitely there. Pedro Baez. Yeah, so he's already started a rehab assignment. Uh, I he's either pitched two or three games with Oklahoma City already. If I he's think...
0: healthy, is he does he automatically have a spot?
1: I mean. Look, I, I, I
0: I I'm I, I'm I'm am gonna get yelled at if I don't ask. You mean okay. in a
1: playoff bullpen or like or uh, just general? He's he's definitely like once he's back he's back. Like they're yeah. they're not gonna like send him down. Like he he's in the bullpen. Um, although they did you know uh, earlier uh, send him down, but uh, I think he's he's gonna be back or get a shot. Um, so I think they want him to do like back to backs or like extended innings. So it might be like another within the next week or so he'll probably be back.
0: Okay. Uh, the last name I have is Tony Cingrani, another uh, guy you already kind of mentioned, but
1: yeah. And so I don't necessarily have a, an injury update on him because it's just that he's not in like rehab stage yet. Um, and say there's also Josh Fields, um, okay. who's on the deal and sort of like in that, I don't really know what his timetable is. Um, but the other injury update I have not in the bullpen, but he and Ryu, um, he's going to go on a rehab assignment. Dave Roberts said today, he's going to go next week. Um, and he needs at least like four starts, so we're we're looking at like mid-August return for him. So that's probably yeah.
0: I I have one more Urius.
1: Oh yeah, and so I think the other day, uh, I think it was in Milwaukee when it, they were talking about this. Um, so they're saying, kind mean, of He's going to be a longer rehab, or um, and which he hasn't started yet. But it's it seems like all signs point that he's going to be like a September call up. Um but it could be before that I guess. But they're they're talking about working him within he's done a bunch of simulated games and things like that. And um the the way Roberts was talking about him, I think he's gonna be like a, a multi inning reliever just because of timing this year, you know? Mm-hmm. Kind of kinda same thing with Bueller last year, like didn't really fit in the rotation, but they could use him in the in the bullpen maybe. So um I think that uh that's probably going to be his role, like two, three-inning reliever, that kind of a thing, uh, if, if at all. So,
0: yeah. Uh, that's all the names I have. Is, uh, we have some questions from Craig. We didn't take questions from Twitter because we had so much to catch up on. Exactly. But we do have some questions from Craig. Anything you want to talk about before we get there?
1: Hmm. Um, yeah, I, not... No, not off the top of my head. I'm sure I'll think about it an hour from now once we're done.
0: We'll we'll just talk to each other and pretend pretend we got it on the air. Question the first from Craig. Will Manny Machado hit more home runs on the road or at Dodger Stadium? Uh, Depending on when this podcast is recorded, the Dodgers start the week with 34 games left on the road and 29 at home. I'll abbreviate this a little bit uh, at, I think, the end of the Braves series, if I did my math right, whenever the Dodgers have exactly 29 in each. Where do you think he'll hit more home runs?
1: Uh, I think I'm gonna go with uh, in LA. I'm gonna, go
0: I'm gonna go home. with the road. Nice. I should one day. I'm gonna actually come up a sheet to tr- start tracking these, and we'll make <laughs> we'll make bets.
1: Now we're just throwing willy nilly into the wind. Yeah, and, uh, and we'll then
0: then goes. maybe I would just say at home, just because. Caleb Ferguson and, uh, Dalen Corsino each have recorded three inning saves this season, much to your delight. I'm sure. What is your best guess for a third Dodger pitcher to do that in 2018?
1: Well, so Ferguson, he's done it twice even. <laughs> um, so as you know, it's the, it's the greatest accomplishment a pitcher can do on, on the field, um, is a three inning save. It's like above a perfect game in my opinion. No, uh, not quite, but, um, so I think, uh, we, we, I you know, it it's tough to say Urius because he's not really there yet. But like if if any guy's gonna do it like in the role he's probably gonna have, it's probably gonna be him. Um so I think I think I'm gonna go with Urius.
0: I think the other names you have to think about are just one of the starters. Uh like like we they have especially if they get Ryu back, they have so many uh, yeah. I wouldn't surprise well, me if one of them, I don't know who, I don't, don't ask me who
1: <laughs> from a practical standpoint like where you can't really pitch out of the bullpen. And if my is in the bullpen, like he's going to be like a, a one inning, like shutdown guy or not, you know, maybe not like a three inning guy. So um, I'm, you know, maybe, maybe if Rich Hill gets bumped um, or Ross stripling because he, ha- he's he only pitched like 70 innings last year and they're, it, maybe they don't want him to go all the way up to 150, 160. Uh, maybe he sees some time in the bullpen. So one of those two guys, maybe. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think I'm going to stick with Urius.
0: Okay. I'm going to say Alex Wood.
1: Uh, all right.
0: Are peaches the best stone fruit?
1: Um, as someone, I, I, don't, I have, well, it's the only stone fruit I have in the house right now. So okay. I'm going to say yes. <laughs> apricots the apric- I, I, i'm not going to argue against apricots they're really good
0: they are delicious yep do you know what the first stone fruit that comes up when you google stone fruit is
1: no uh, hold on is a plum considered stone or is it just has to have a pit is that the...
0: i'm the i guess it's I, it's the technical term for stone fruit or droop droop droopy how do i say this i'm not a scientist i'm gonna say droop uh cherries also delicious nectarines yeah. also man these are all delicious i just love stone fruits apparently i'd forgotten about all of these
1: uh, cherries are the pits
0: <laughs> question four currently the dodger dodgers have six pitchers with over 50 innings pitched last year they had 10 uh do that and they have tended to have right around nine or ten in the last few years will this team have more than 10 pitchers that pitch more than 50 innings yes
1: you say yes i say yes um so, did he, what did, he said? They have six now. Is that right? They have,
0: currently they have
1: six. All right. Um, so I'm trying to. You know who? Pull this up here as I watch, what? Yeah, you know? yeah. So and then as watching Kenley Jansen uh, scrape something from the bottom of foot, he, uh, Kenley Jansen entering tonight, forty-eight in the third innings. He entered with one out. In the 14th so this if he gets an out here they'll put him to 49 and so I'm gonna go ahead and go on the limit. and say he gets to 50. um Scott Alexander will get to 50 Daniel Hudson' will, he's at 37'll probably get to 50 so that already gets us to nine so I I would say given where some of the other guys are uh, I, I I'm gonna say I'm gonna say over as well over seven
0: two. I think Hudson gets there I think Hunjin Ryu gets there. I'm looking. So that's. Yeah. That's. One, that'd be 10. 10.
1: Oh, man. And then. So I'm trying then to find, just,
0: the, find, find my over. Where are you well, over? Then, <laughs> Caleb Ferguson, maybe?
1: Pedro Baez is a stretch, but a possibility. Um, Man. It might be tough after that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so maybe just 10. We'll see. I'm still going to go over. I don't know who. We'll figure it huh. out. All right. uh, the fifth and final question. 18 pitchers with the Dodgers have a win this season. On the current active roster, only Kenley, uh, Dylan Floro, and Zach Roskup have, don't have one. The L.A. franchise record is 19 pitchers with at least one win. Will this year's team break that record? And if so, who will be the pitcher number 20? Here, Bonus. Some, yeah, go ahead. Is that pitcher on the Dodgers organization today?
1: So here's something for the uh, plus for tracking stuff. I'm certain we've answered this question before uh, <laughs> from Greg. Um so, and I I I will say what I said then, I don't remember my exact number, but they're definitely going over. Um Jansen'll get a win at some point. Tonight. Another one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then um I they're going to get a reliever and that that reliever is going to get a win and then one of the other guys is also going to get a win. So, uh they'll they're, they're going to be at 21.
0: Yeah. Uh, Flora's going to win. Kinley's going to get a win. Mystery bullpen arm is going to get a win. Yeah, Done. 21. And, and, Hilly, then, Hilly, when, he's, when, he's,
1: when, when he's not safe, sa- getting three inning saves by the bushel he'll, he's just gonna get a straight win
0: <laughs> well 15th yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's all we have
1: all right sweet um so yeah uh now we're in the not quite the stretch run but it's second half so a little bit more normal uh, recording schedule going forward we had, took some breaks in July. I think it's going to be more normal uh, and then plus we'll have the trade deadline to talk about next week so we'll have some more content uh but yeah thanks for listening everybody and hopefully by the time you listen to this this game will be over
0: Kenley Jensen winning pitcher